0: Well, good morning. Hope everybody had a, had a good week. We're on page 20. We're gonna get back in our book today. And I don't remember exactly where we left off. Oh, we're gonna start on that statement that <clears throat> nobody talks more than God. And that's true. He's, he talks 24 seven. We just not haven't tuned our ears to hear 24 seven. Go to John chapter 10. We're going to look at this scripture again that we, we looked at toward the end of the, end of the class last week. We on page 20. John 10. Let's start in verse four. It says, "When he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him." Oh, I see people still turning. I'm sorry. We all there? Okay. John ten four, and he putteth forth his own sheep. He goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And a stranger will they not follow, but they will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. Does anybody have an amplified Bible? I do. Now, read, read that verse five. Reading that, they will never, on any account, follow a stranger, but will run away from him because they do not know the voice of strangers or recognize their call. See, on any account, they won't follow a stranger. We have to trust that when we, like we last week, when we learn learning to, to hear God's voice, that that He He's going to protect us from from hearing the wrong thing and and and, and going the wrong way. Uh because if you make a mistake trying to trying to learn, he, he's always faithful to, to help you, to help you in it. But the, the real thing to learn to hear his voice is we have to learn how God does things. Then it's easier to separate. What I mean, God is love, so whatever He does, if if for be chastising us, correcting us, talking to us. You, you have to understand it'll always be in that format see it, 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 if you start you know getting things that's critical and criticizing and condemning and putting down you can pretty much count that as as a wrong voice because that's not how god operates he he, he doesn't he doesn't teach us from criticism he teaches us from our mistakes how to improve those mistakes so it'll always be in 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 love and and in kindness uh, in there, all right. The Holy Spirit is your master mentor on the earth. Jesus promised us concerning the Holy Spirit. It says, uh, John sixteen thirteen. But when the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all truth. Now, I, I like that statement. He said that the Holy Spirit is your master mentor. We never look at it at, 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 at our Christian walk as the whole time we're on this earth, it's an educational experience. We, we, we never get there. When we get to one level, then there's another level. When we learn one thing, there's something else to learn. It, it, it never quits. It, it, it never stops. And we have to trust Him to be, to be our, our mentor. And, and, uh, <clears throat> like I said last week, we have to find out those areas that we are weak in in our life and go to Him. And ask Him for that help, for that guidance, for that direction. And then be open to do uh, whatever He tells to do. But you know, it, it, and most of that instruction is going to be contrary to what we're doing now. Why? Because what we're doing now is not working. The, if we just keep, well, let's say the definition of stupidity is, keep doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. And when we have problems, that's kind of how we form them. I need God's help, uh, uh, but I'm expecting it to come this this way. And most of the time, it'll 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 never come that way because because we formed that way that we think that it ought to come, and and he's got he got a million ways to to fix your finances before lunch today, and we just need one of them. See, so but the way we've been doing it ain't been fixing much. See? So so we have to be open to that abstract thought, that 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 out of the box kind of kind, kind of thing. Amen. But But says here when the spirit, but when he the spirit. Of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. Go to Luke for uh, Luke one, verse seventy nine. That word "guide" uh, there in John, Luke one, verse seventy nine. That word "guide" means to, to, to lead, to give impressions, to remove hindrances. So that's what the Holy Spirit's <clears throat> job is to, to lead us, to guide us, to get hindrances out of, out of our way. Now, you ought to take time, uh, this, from verse 67 through the end of the chapter is Zacharias, when, 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 y'all know the story of, of John the Baptist's dad, you know how God closed his mouth, he couldn't talk. But anyway, from 67 on is Zacharias prophesying about Jesus. So we just, we look at verse 79. So Jesus came, I said that way because that's what he's talking about here, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. That word peace there means a state of tranquility, a tranquil state of their soul. We got talking about that last week. That that's how we, we, we start is by following peace we follow peace. When we have peace, we kind of know we on the right road. When we start getting that little upside down feeling, that little emptiness, the butterflies, whatever you want to call it, then we realize that we 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 he, it, that's that's him trying to get us back in in the right road and we have to as I know we all have busy lives, busy days, but when we start that, we have to stop right that second and examine, all right, what's going on here? You know, What's causing this? And sometimes you won't have any external factors or problems. It'll just start being a feeling. And, and, and you need to examine that and say, what's going on here? What, what what I need to know here? What what I need to, because it may not have anything to do with what's going on right now. Maybe what's going to happen in the next five minutes, you see? It, it might always have to do with where you're at that second, see? If you ever, you know, there, there was a church in the World Trade Center, uh, in there, and uh, it's a it's I read pentecostal a word of faith whatever you want to call it but the lord laid on his heart a year before nine eleven to start teaching the people how to hear god's voice most of the people in that church worked in the trade center and and it's amazing to hear their 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 testimonies you know uh one guy said he just felt really impressed to to take his daughter to school that day instead of you know and be a little late for work uh you know, this one guy, I like this one, he, he got all the way to the door, went in the door, and he said, I just heard the Spirit say, run! And I just turned around and started running. And by that time the plane hit, it made not, they didn't lose not one person that worked there out of that church. Yeah. Every one of them got some kind of word and followed that, that word, that impression, or, or whatever that day. And I just thought that, that, that was amazing. You, you can Google some of that and, and, and see some of those, those testimonies, because there's a, a lot of different ones. Uh, and all of them are are different. The Lord didn't communicate in any of them the same way. So the boy took his, the guy took his daughter. One said run. The other one decided to 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 get donuts for the office. I mean, it was a whole variety of of things that delayed them and and put them off. Because <clears throat> sometimes being late is not always a bad thing if you're following those impressions. So here, though, I want to go back here. Verse 79. I didn't. I shouldn't have said that. You
1: sure
0: should. I shouldn't have said that. Big it. I, I, I knew Mary was going to use that against me the time I said
1: it.
0: Hey, verse 79. Focus, Mary, focus. Jesus came to give light to them. That sit in darkness. Now, when we see light and darkness in the Bible, He's talking. It always refers to understanding and not understanding. You know, you heard people say, "Oh, oh, the light came on." You know, all of a sudden I understood something that I that I didn't understand. And when we when we got issues in our life, no matter what they are, then 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 we're we're in darkness about the, the the correct solution for that problem. See, and we need the light to come on. To, to have some, some some understanding about what's going on, why is it going on, what's causing it to go on. And that's a lot of times the biggest thing is what's causing it, because if I can stop the cause, then I can stop the effect that it's having on, on my life. See, So that's what it's talking about. When you see light and darkness in the Bible, it's talking about understanding and, and not understanding. And so whenever we got issues, that there's something that we, we need to understand. We need, we need the light to come on. All right. One of the reasons many Christians are not, not financially prosperous is they never expect God to speak to them about how to prosper financially. They expect God to direct them on how to receive a miracle, their healing in their marriage, emotions or body, and especially how to reach someone for Christ. But the average believer would not expect God to be excited to share His laws of financial provision. Taylor, I'm sorry. Buddy, I didn't realize you didn't have a book. Anybody else? I got a book. I got a book. I got three books. I'm taking glasses off. I can't walk with them glasses on. Anybody else? Everybody got a book? I ain't going to shoot you the I got one more. You good? All Go to Proverbs 3 and 6 while I... We talk about this, but one thing we have to, and we're talking about here how how to prosper financially. This book is based on, on uh, you know on, on finances, but it works in every area of, of, of our lives, uh, you know. But he's talking here about because once you figure out how, how God prosper you financially, it'll work the same in your health, and your children, and your grandchildren, er, er, everything else here. It says in Proverbs three and six. In all thy ways, acknowledge Him, and He shall direct thy path. Now, uh, some time ago, the Lord began to teach me this because I, I was really wrong in how I how I seen or how I used this scripture. I only used it when I had problems. Lord, I'm acknowledging you in this situation. You know, I thank you for that direction in this situation. But a lot of times we read and we don't really read what it says. What does it say? It says, in all thy ways. Not just when i got a problem. See, I was missing the whole whole verse. I need to acknowledge God in, in everything at all times. Not just when i got an issue. That's what it's saying. Because if I'm in constant contact with Him in all I do all the time then i'm practicing his voice and practicing his presence all the time it's hard when you got a problem that all the issues and pressure and stress and things it it, it basically depends on the gravity of the problem that comes All, all of that is static You've been on the phone in the old days when you had landlines and it was static and some of them cell phones now. You know, you, you can't, you know, it's not clear. You really don't understand what they're saying. And by not understanding exactly what they're saying, you can take it wrong and do something wrong. Right. And so so that's what he's saying here. If we don't take the time to to, to make the habit of that constant help all day, every day. Then they could, they'll be static in the line when, 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 we got problems and, and, and then it'll cause us to second guess what we think we're hearing from God. Because, you know, because we're not used to hearing it. And then we begin to, well, it was, well is, is that, you know, then we get nervous about making that move because we're unsure of where that information came from. See? But if we do it all the time and the little thing, you know, do you, you, go to what? Where's my parking place at? Or what, 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 where do I, you know, and begin to practice it, you know, and, and if you get there and it's full, then just realize that that was you wasn't him and then just keep practicing everything you do all day. How, how, how you want me to go to work today? You know, uh, it, it's everything. It's every decision you make and it takes time and, and even as much as I try to practice it, I miss it way more than I get it because in, in during the day, we just constantly making decisions all day, every day, you know, and 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 it's hard to ever get in that where you would stop with every single... But he's interested in every single thing, no matter how minute it is. He's interested in it. See? Because that's how he learns us learn each other. You know, there's certain people call you on the phone. You never have to question who it is. Why? You have a lot of contact with that person. Right? Even if they're static, you may not understand what they're saying, but you know who it is. See? But, but in this case, if it's static and we don't really know God's voice like we know our mate's voice, our child's voice, then we don't know. If we just know it's His voice, then we can start clearing up the static. Once, but, but if we don't recognize that it's His voice, then, then we kind of in doubt as to what we need, need to do. That makes sense. But it's just, it's a, we have to practice this, this life, this Christian life. We have to practice it all day, every day. That's what it's about. That's why they call us Christians, Christ Light. We practice it all the time. And, 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 we'll make mistakes, a lot of them, but it's not a big deal. He, he knows how to fix them. And I want to make this one other comment about this paragraph here. Don't ever let your job determine your level of prosperity. When you do, then that should becomes your source. Your source in God is not your job. What is that? Ephesians Ephesians one twenty eight. It ain't part of the lesson, but, but I think that's right. We'll go there. I think it's one hundred twenty eight. I'll show you this. What the purpose of your job is. It's not to make a living. Ephesians, Ephesians. Some little old books behind Corinthians. Give me just a second. I have to Amy, you may have to look it up. Chapter four. 4. Huh? four. Uh, I'm looking for the scripture. For Uh huh. What map, Charlotte? Huh? Ephesians four. Okay, yeah, verse twenty. I was right. I was just in the wrong chapter. There it is, verse twenty-eight. Uh, Ephesians four twenty eight. Thank you, Stella. You knew where I was going. I just found your
1: notes
0: from before. <laughs> All right. Now, this is wrote. you have to understand. Ephesians was wrote to the Christians at Ephesus. And, and it says here, let them that stole steal no more. You wouldn't have thank you to tell Christians to quit stealing. You know, you think that, that would be a, 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 a given. But rather, rather let him labor, working with his hand, the thing which is good, that he may have to what? To give to him that needs. See, we make a living from our giving, not from our job. Our job is our seed basket. See? You should always, once you understand these principles, your standard living should always be more than your job can provide. Because God wants excess. Why? Because we said the other week, we use things to get people, not people to get things. So we we have to live above that standard, uh, uh, you know, to, to, to be able to do that. So don't, because everybody, you should, let me clarify something here too. You should know that the job you got is the job that God called you to. If you're in a different job than He wants you in, it's hard for Him to bless you in that. You need to know that your job is where you're supposed to be. See, everybody's got to have a job. If you don't work, you don't eat. But you need to know that my job, my vocation, whatever I'm doing, is where God placed me. Because when He places you there, then it becomes His responsibility to take care of your living. See? Because we in His will doing what He told us. Because somebody has got to be at every level of every job. It takes everybody. So why why should the janitor be deprived of, of what the executive is? If he's where God told him to be. See, that, that's not, that's not, everybody's equal in the kingdom, see. This is not, our job is our mission field. That's the, that's the number one thing, not the income we come up. So don't ever be, if you know that you know that it's God, don't ever be scared of, of, of of what that pay scale is, because that should be the minute thing, because you get where He's supposed to, then it becomes His responsibility to take care of, you see. And when you get there, things will be a lot, lot different. than they are. So you you need to know that. You need to pray about, about where you're supposed to be and what you're supposed to be doing. And most of us, if we enjoy what we're doing, most of us are in the in that place already. You know, if we enjoy what we're doing. Uh, but if if your job is a hassle and a, and you hate it and you don't want to be there, you might you might want to might want to question it. And that's that's the first thing to to get in in the overflow. Because I know I had a I had a really hard time. You know, everything is by faith. If it ain't by faith, then, then God's not in it. Uh, you know, when he first started talking to me and Angie, you know, about, about me leaving Van Husen and, 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 and starting a farm, it, 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 it took me six, seven years to, to grow into that because I just couldn't believe it. You know, hey, I'm, I'm making over a hundred K here and you want me to go back and start at 25? That was about what 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 we could average at that time, you know. And, and you look at that and you say, Whoo, you know," because, because why? Most of us have brought our standard of living verse up to what our paycheck is. Let's just face it; that's not right. We talked about it last week, but most of us have done that. See, but then, but then, the question becomes: Did he tell me to do it? See, that, that, that's the bottom line question. If he told me to do it, then I can jump into it headlong. And, and have no, no fear about it, see. And, and then as time develops, you know, and you don't have to, when there's things like this that are major decisions, take, take your time. He's not going to be impatient with you. It's very important that you get it right. To, to make a quick move and be wrong, it only hurts you in, in the long run. See? But take your time and, 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 and let him begin to tell you, and, and you begin to understand the whys and, and the why nots of, of why he's trying to place you where he's placing, you, see. But for me and Angie, it was that, that he wanted me to be able to go where he told me to go, when he told me to go, and don't have to ask nobody for nothing. You know, if I need to go, when I go to Georgia, or, 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 I Arkansas, wherever, wherever the Lord sends me, I never ask for anything. Me and Angie pocketed out of our own pocket. Now if they want to give us an offer, and that's scriptural, we'll take it, but we go with no, no preconditions. That was the point. I want you to go where I want you to, when I want you to, and you don't have to ask nobody. See, for as long as I work with Van Houston. I probably could have financially done it, but I'd always have to ask to take. No matter what level you are when you work with somebody, you still got to ask to take off. You can't just go. See, and, and, and that was the 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 main purpose. But see, I could never have seen then. Twenty years later, I, I could never have dreamed of, of 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 where where he's put us now, uh, and not just financially, but 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 in our whole whole life, our whole whole family. I mean. That willingness to to step down, in my eyes, wasn't a step down. It was an acceleration point to get you to a level that you never could have dreamed you could have been at. And there, and you look back to that, you just have to just pinch yourself. Is this is this real? I mean, could could life really be? I heard Eric say one time. It really stuck with me. When when he got that job, he said, "I didn't know they made jobs like this." <laughs> you know, right? We go, right. we we we're down in the grind rock, and we, right. you know, we think this is all it could ever be. We scratching and clawing, and then you get, you know. Then you get where you're supposed to be. You're like, I didn't know it could be like this. You know? <laughs> and, and probably many of y'all, y'all got jobs like that. Because you can still look back, even just by doing the right thing, you can, all of us can look back 10 years ago and couldn't imagine we'd be where we are today. We, we, we can all do that. And, and, and it'll be the same way 10 years from now. You'll look back and say, man, I never thought, because this is a growing, process uh you know all these things that we talk about in here is, is stuff that you know the lord had to teach me and angie we we learned the hard way we learned by by mistakes you know making mistakes and and that's the reason why i try to talk to y'all out of my life experiences so am i perfect no i still make a lot of mistakes i still miss it but 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 i want y'all to know that, that it, it can always be be better no matter what the circumstance is so if you know it's god don't ever be scared for what society would consider a step back. Because you never step back with Him. What I didn't realize, and I, I know I need to move on, but I want you to understand this. The Bible says in Mark ten twenty nine that nobody has left houses, brothers, sisters, fathers, mothers, lands, or you can say jobs, whatever you want to, that He won't receive a hundred times now in this time. I didn't realize that difference the Lord had to teach me this, that difference from my salary to what I started at, all that was seed money. I sold all that into the kingdom by just by willingness to backtrack. See? So then from then to now, we've been harvesting off of that financial seed that, you know, we didn't really sow a $75,000 seed, but it still cost us $75,000 to backstep. You see that? See? So all that, you know... You, Anything God asks you to do is always for your benefit. And it's hard to understand that when we're in the thick of problems. But anything He asks us to do is always for our benefit. He's got a purpose to get you where you want to be in life. He just has a different way of getting us there than we think we should get there. And that's the dilemma is we think it's got to come like this. And we can't see that it could be like this. See? That's why it takes faith. Because you...
1: That's right. I was told a long time ago, you know, the pastor was like, you know, God's got to
0: be able to trust you. If He can't trust you for 25 cents, how is He going to trust you with it if you can above That's maybe. right. That's right. Hey, he, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And you, he goes, what He said, you hear people all the time. Well, when I get so and so, I'm going to start giving. No, you ain't. If you ain't giving where you are now, you ain't never going. I mean, because it's a heart thing. It ain't the money. It ain't about how much money you got. It's about your willingness. You know, if you don't do it now, you ain't going, you ain't going to do it then. You
1: know. You know. You were talking last week you just mentioned something about the uh, the Jews and all that of the way they raise their children. You know, basically instead of looking at each individual failure and trying to you know, punish a failure out, but basically they look at it and learn from the failure. You know, they, it's, they sort of it's it's sort of expected. It's so no matter if it's positive or negative. Mm-hmm. If it's negative, then they get they got that information. as positive, is it, both ways is a blessing. But that you know we. We can't, it's kind of, we're, we weren't trained that way. We were trained to uh, avert failure and not learn. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, now we say learn from it, but back then it was, uh-huh. you know, you was a fool if you would, you know, that's kind of hard for us not to, mm-hmm. not to pass that along to our children children, grandchildren.
0: And, and we see people where they are now, but if you read anybody, uh, Einstein, but well, let's just take Elon Musk. You know, he'd been bankrupt four times. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody sees that he was bankrupt four times and homeless. They just seen that he's worth a hundred billion dollars today. See, we only see where they are, not what it took to, 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 you know, he had to learn from those failures, you know, but you have to understand this too. In God, they are no God made failures. You have to, that has to be in the front of your mind. There are, there's no failure that I can do that God ain't got a plan to turn it around and get me out of it and make me better in the end. See. You have to understand that. No matter what it is in life, there are no God-made failures. He has a plan to fix it. And what aggravates me most about the body of Christ is, and I'm not talking about anybody in this room, but I want to take this room as an example. There are all kinds of different experiences in this room of failure, of not getting it right. Right? But we are ashamed to share those because it was a failure, all right. But that's why all of us have different experiences. So no matter who comes in this church body, somebody in this church could relate to them because they've done walk that path. See, no matter what what it could be, if it's a divorce, if it's a, a drug habit, if it's an abortion, if it's a miscarriage, it don't matter. And we got to be willing to open our vulnerability a little bit to say, "Hey, hey, I know it's hard. I I, I hit you if you if if you'll let me. I, I've done been that. It don't matter if you were saved or not. Most of us made all of our mistakes before we got saved. You know, and we think that that would be wrong to bring that up. But it's still a life experience that somebody can get some mileage out of if we're willing to share it. And and, and that's why that's why. A church is called a body, not an not, not an individual, because the bodies had lots of pains. See, and we can take those pains and we can sew them into somebody else and help advance them. See, the worst thing we need, if if I can say it this way and it sound right, enough. The the, the 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 big faith things that Angie and I have accomplished in our life usually took about ten years because we were learning. But if I can share, it shouldn't take you 10 years if I can give you the information. You should be able to come up quicker than that, see? And, and learn faster than that off of somebody else's mistakes. Don't, don't be so scared to, it ain't gotta be out in the open, you know? But, but, but if somebody's hurting and, 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 and you can relate to them, I just feel like it's our Christian responsibility to try to, try to help them. Because most of the time, people think that I'm the only one going through this. I'm the only one that ever had this problem you know when when there's multitudes of people that have walked the same road see and we have to be willing to 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 share our vulnerabilities a little bit to to help them people along i, I didn't mean to go to go to preaching but 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 it's important that, that that people understand that because you call yourself a christian doesn't mean you're perfect and that you don't ever make mistakes you know because we uh, as a christian the more we learn we realize the more mistakes that we make because we go into a different standard, a, a, a different level, and that requires more. The more you move up in faith, the more it requires us to clean up our life. See the little, the little things. I ain't talking about you know big sins and all. Most of us get tangled up in the little things. The the small things keep 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 bringing us down. But ever the more you mature in Christ, the more it's going to be required that you clean up what's in here. And I think maybe me and Amy or somebody was talking. You know, you're amazed after all these years. How certain things will push your button and things that you didn't even thought was not even in there anymore. Just, it'll just come out, you know, and you realize, man, it was in one of them deep, dark crevices somewhere in my heart and bam, it just, it just come out, you know, and I know we, this probably going to get in trouble, but it's all right. You know, we, we have, we have a little joke around, you know, about, about cussing Christians, you know, it, if, 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 you know, and you don't never have to be a cusser to cuss. I mean, it'll just because it, you hear it on TV, you hear people around you, it'll get seated in there. I, I tell you something I noticed, too, going to the nursing homes, and, and anybody that's ever, ever 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 been around somebody uh, with, with, with dementia, Alzheimer's, at the very end, you know, they could have been the nicest, gentlest person you could ever meet, and at the end, they're mean. They will cuss your tail out. Mm-hmm. And then they said that one probably never cussed in or life, but it's down in there. It's down in there, and it don't make them a bad person. And I don't know what causes that, but at the end they 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 they, they seem to take a the attitude seems to take a take a, a, a one eight. I don't understand much about dementia and Alzheimer's how it affects you, but but it kind of. Take so, I often wondered though, those of us that cussed up a storm, right, we won't do that. You know, we've already got it all out. <laughs> we'll be, we'll, we'll be different. <laughs> <says>. <laughs> if you take a 180, I ought to be in good shape.
1: <laughs> it depends on the part of the brain that is affected by the dementia.
0: So all, all is not the same. Mm-hmm. Oh really? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Huh. Do y'all hear that? The brain it.
1: shrinks, it dies.
0: The brain shrinks, uh huh. Yeah. Do you realize though, I, I, I learned this from Dr. Colbert. The brain is the only organ that's supposed to get stronger as we live, not weaker. But because of seeing the way we talk about ourselves, man, I'm losing my mind. I think I'm going crazy. We, 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 we start losing our mind. I say every day, Corinthians 2.16, I have the mind of Christ. I'm sharp. I'm quick. I don't forget nothing. And I'm not going down the dementia road. I'm not doing it. You, you can make your own choice. I'm not doing it. But if, you know, he said, I have the mind of Christ. I didn't have no dementia. He didn't have no Alzheimer's. He didn't have it. So I ain't going to have it neither. You know, I used to have a picture. You ever do something and you, and you hate you, done it? Hmm. Remember the... <laughs> I'm the only one that ever done that. Man. I'm never only one ever done that. But remember when the passion of the Christ came out? Yeah. The, that, that brochure on the front was a picture of Jesus. face—I mean, he didn't even look human. He was—you could see the thorn, but but he was swelled up, beat up, cut, bloody. I cut that and I put it in the front of my Bible. And I, I gave it away to a, to a lady that was that, that was really struggling one time, but I've tried to find another one ever since. And every time I I, I, I would have something in my body, I would look at that picture and say, "You've done that," so I don't have to. And that was just a remi- a visual reminder. Of of see, see we, we we always relate him as salvation which is the most important part but he took our sicknesses he took our weaknesses he took every every problem we ever would have in life he took it but he took it under see heaven has it written if you're a Christian that you hung on the cross he was your substance. it's written that because you, that you, that's why you're a new man you know you reborn you, you that old man died. It's written that, that, that you've done it. Because that's the only way it could be a legal substitute for our sin, see? So, so Jesus took all of that. So I, So what the Christian life is, resisting what Jesus died to give us. That's all the Christian life is. My job is to resist everything that Jesus died to give me. Resist that sickness. Resist that strife in your house. Resist that parliament. Yeah, that's our job. We are, we're resistors. We are to resist... Everything that he died to give us, see, and that was just a reminder for, for for me. I could look at that and I say, you know, he he took that, so I don't have to. So I I'm not taking it. I you got to get away from me. You got to get out of my body. I'm I'm not dealing with you, you know. Because if I do, then he died for nothing, right? You know, if I choose to go to hell, then Jesus died for nothing for me individually. His his death meant nothing because I got no benefit from it, right? And the same thing with it, it, you know. And, and it's different, you know. You know, it, we, we all we all never quit learning, and we all have people. Uh You know, I, I, I went to the Lord one time. He told me it wasn't none of my business, but so. You have <laughs> but seriously, I I, know, I, I I believe I know two people that I thought one of them was one of my faith mentors, Miss Miss Sharon Kelly. She she taught me how to pray. That woman, man, it just it just the way she just commanded her words, and 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 it was just so different than anything I had ever. Ever heard? But two people I believe knew how to believe God, but yet, yet both of them died with cancer. And it's, it's always been strange to me. There, there, there's something about that disease that's that's, that's different to, to to the person. Then I don't know what it is. I've often wanted to talk to people, but I, in both of the cases, I, I went to Lord and said, "Lord, why?" You know. But but their family is information for them to know. It ain't information for me to know because it's none of my business. I want to know to learn and to grow from it. Uh, you know, because cause it, it, it's strange how, 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 how that disease affects more than the other, other disease. Anybody's had them, any, you know, I've had them, we all had somebody that passed with cancer. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's different in, in some kind of, I don't know how, but it's, it's, it's different. Don't mean that it's incurable, but, but it, it, it seems to be a, a hard task for whatever reason.
1: It's so flexible to attack you. Many forms, many shapes, many ways. Mm-hmm. You got to look at. We we say, you know, all oh, this us because of sin. Um, but you think of every after having even every every mother and father and all the genes and how many times we swap genes and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it you know that makes it really that much easier to attack us, so.
0: I, I I about come to 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 part of this conclusion. If anybody had anybody besides me that passed with cancer, I, I just think. They just get tired. Yes. They just get tired. Yes. It's easier to go on to glory than it is to, mm-hmm. to fight the to fight to hang around. Uh, you know, and that's just my observation of, uh, of it, you know, because you just, I mean, it's just a constant, it's a constant battle. It's a constant fight. Yes, very painful. Mm-hmm. Is it? Mm-hmm. Especially mm-hmm. if
1: they do any chemo radiation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That just, that's killing other cells besides. The cancer. Yeah,
0: and I think, too, once they get to a certain point and they can begin to see the other side, I think it's hard to hold them back. When you see Jesus, when you see Dad, it's just hard to to ever...
1: As Miles said, do you even have to ask? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, back to the book. What we got here? We got about five. minutes. Uh, since the Bible was written by the Holy Spirit, it contains numerous verses on the subject of money. Shouldn't we as Christians expect God to talk to us about financial abundance? The Holy Spirit has numerous ways of communicating His instruction. One of the most overlooked ways He speaks is simply through inner impressions. Go to Proverbs 8. We'll try to get this in to, uh, for you. So when it comes to financial prosperity, the Holy Spirit will plant in your mind ideas, suggestions, or commands. Your reaction to his inner impressions determines whether his instructions become clear to your mind. Okay, um, I call it I see, I see I. Proverbs 8. This is something you need to, well, not, you don't have to do it every day, but you need to come back to it pretty often. Especially when I have mechanical problems on stuff on the farm, I, I definitely use this. Verse 12, uh, Proverbs 8, 12. Our wisdom dwell with prudence and find out knowledge of witty inventions. I call it IC. Ideas, concepts, and insights. That's what wisdom gives us. Ideas, concepts, and insights. Sometimes we need an idea to solve a problem. Sometimes we need a different concept, if different way of looking at it. Sometimes we just need some insight on how that thing works, you know. I know some of y'all been around here while I tell it again. Um, we had had a piece of machinery, the switch burned up. So I went to town and bought an identical switch. And I'd wire that switch up and I'd turn it on and wires would go to smoking. I mean, it, it was, I plugged up, just, I rechecked it, went to the wiring schematic, it's the same. It's the same. And I turn it on, the wires would go to melt. Go to smoking. In there. I, I mean i went on half the day i finally just quit walked off and i went home and i, I and I, I was praying in the spirit and the lord said the problem is the switch you're talking about these insights and constant the problem's the switch the factory by mistake wired it backwards what is the 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 ground is the hot what is the hot it was because it's dead short that's what's making the smoke see i went got me a new switch went and put it on boom worked fine the problem was internally in that switch, those two, those two wires were, were, were swapped. See, so that, that was good information to have because the next thing, I don't know what I was going to do next. I had food with it all day and probably cussed at it and everything, <laughs> everything else, uh, that day. So, I mean, so, so that wisdom is there. And you know, the Bible says the most important thing is wisdom, but get wisdom. Yeah, that's the number one thing. Get wisdom about wherever you at and whatever you're doing. All right. We'll just. We won't talk about spiritual deafness. Death, We've probably got about one minute here. We'll, we'll just nail it down right there. But thank you all for coming. I appreciate you all. Y'all have-